I had no one to turn to. I had no idea what was coming next in my life. Understand, I'm not up here trying to throw myself a pity party, but my life was rough. It was hard. Many nights I was alone. Many nights I didn't understand why I wasn't loved. It wasn't until I hit that brick wall that I understood my whole entire life. I tried to place drugs, alcohol, girls, partying, whatever it was, I tried to place in my life to fill this void that I had. I just wanted someone to love me. That's all I wanted. Is that so much to ask? And because of that, I made the wrong choices. I did dumb things. I filled my life with junk and the wrong people. And I was at a low place in my life, so low, I was depressed. I was crying all the time. I was even suicidal. I thought to myself, if, if only I just didn't live anymore, maybe the pain would stop. Maybe then someone would notice me and care enough and tell me then, after I'm gone, that they love me. That's all I wanted. That's all I ever wanted. Somehow or another, after I hit my brick wall, I made a transition to go to a Christian school in Virginia, a school by the name of Liberty University. I get there, and it was miserable. From Georgia to Virginia, I had no one in Virginia. There was no one there to love me yet again. I was again alone in my life. But this time, I didn't have that stuff to fill in my life. This time, I was completely alone in my dorm room, crying myself to sleep, wanting just to, for it to end. That's all I wanted. But it never did. It never ended. One night, I decided I wasn't going to be in my room and, and be sad and, and cry and be depressed anymore. I was going to try to find something to do. And somehow or another, I found my way into a Christian service on a Wednesday night. I didn't want to be here. I didn't want to be there. I didn't care about Christ, Jesus, love, church. I didn't care. I just didn't want to be alone anymore. I sat in the back room. I'll never forget this. I remember like it was yesterday. I sat in the back room and I just thought to myself, man, I'm so alone, even at church. And this guy got on stage by the name of Clayton King. He got on stage and he told me the greatest thing I've ever heard in my entire life. That someone loved me. That someone cares about me and that someone knows who I am. I've never heard that in my entire life. But here, this stranger I've never known got on stage and told me his name, Jesus Christ. Not only did he love me, but he died for me. And that he didn't care about my past. He didn't care that I was abandoned. He didn't care about any of those things. He just cared about me. And that changed my world. I was in the back by myself. I was in tears because, oh my goodness, someone loves me. Wow. And I remember raising my hand, giving my life to Christ that night. 
and just knowing from that decision that everything was going to be better. There was a weight lifted off my heart. I was no longer afraid to be alone because I was with Christ. Someone died for me and he filled my life with love, with joy, with happiness. I wasn't depressed anymore. Yeah, I finally had that one person my entire life to tell me that they loved me. I finally found it. I found it in a place I didn't even want to be. I hid from the world in the back, but God still found me. It was like Clayton was talking directly to me. Everyone else in the room, I just felt like he was just talking directly to my life. God loves you. God loves you. And it finally clicked. It's amazing. It changed my world. That same year at Liberty University, I took this class called Biblical Worldview. And my professor, every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, he would make us recite the same verse every single time. And I hated this verse. It was the same verse every single Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. The verse was Galatians 2.20. He recited all the time. Man, I, I just want to hear another verse. And I realized one day I just I got in class and I just stopped. I just sat there and I didn't recite it with everyone else. And I just listened. I listened to what God was trying to tell me. Galatians 2.20 says... I have been crucified with Christ, and I no longer live, but Christ lives in me. The life I now live in the body, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. I listened to this verse over and over again, and I realized, oh, oh my goodness, this verse is my life story. Paul may have wrote this about himself, but this, was, this story was about me. I want to show you why it's about me. It says, I have been crucified with Christ. Everything about my life, every abandonment, every unloved story, every decision, every drug, alcohol, every, all those things, Jesus took those upon himself and he was crucified with them. He took my burdens. He took my pain away. And then it says, I no longer live. I died that Wednesday night in the back. I died. Then Christ lives. He lives. He's alive. And he lives in me. The second chance that God has given me, he took away all my shame and all my guilt, and then now he lives in me and through me. Wow. The life I now live in the body, this flesh, this person you see before you, this life I now live, this second chance, has been given purpose, has been given love, has been given kindness. Everything that Jesus had, he gave to me. 
this, this life I now live in the body. Before you guys, Raquel, Daywan Sharp died that Wednesday three years ago. The guy you see before you is just a guy who's just a vessel and just Jesus is using him to do amazing things. I have no control over my life and nor do I want it because I did that before and I made the dumb decisions I did in the past. But Christ lives in me. The life I live and I live by faith. Faith. Faith is hoping in things that you can't see. Guys, I had no intention of becoming a pastor. My intention, I wanted to be a lawyer. I wanted to be powerful. I wanted to be a politician one day. I wanted this. I wanted money. I wanted that. I wanted everything under the sun. I wanted it all. Only for me. Because I didn't have love, so I thought, hey, I just, I make everybody love me with my money. I make everybody love me by respecting me because I'm a lawyer, because I'm smart. I had no idea that I would be on this stage right now telling my story. But the faith I live by, I decided I would give my life to Christ and let him control my life. One summer, after I got saved, God sent me down to Texas, and I worked at a, a Christian camp called Carolina Creek. And that was the first time I was ever in ministry, and I worked there. And I love ministry. I love being able to hear other people's stories about what Jesus did in their life. I was still afraid and ashamed to tell them my story, but it was amazing to hear about what God was doing in their life. And that's when I knew, hey, <laughs> uh, I'm not going to be a lawyer. I live by faith. So now Jesus closed the door on my LSATs. Jesus closed the door on my applications to all the law schools I knew I would get into. He closed those doors and he opened this door to come down and intern at Second Baptist Church. The greatest church on earth and I love it. Every single day I wake up, I love what I do. That's by faith, only by faith because that was not my plan. God sustains me every single day of my entire life. I live by faith in the Son of God. In the Son of God. I live in faith for Jesus Christ. The same God who came down and died for me. The same God who said he loved me. I live by faith in the Son of God who gave himself for me. He loved 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 me. He loves me. He loves me. He loves me. He will love me. I am not a good person, but Christ still loves me. And not only did he love me, but he gave himself for me. He died for my sins. He died for my wrong mistakes. He died for every single thing that was wrong about me. Galatians 2.20 is my story. It is my life. It was sin. It was crucified. And then his faith came, changed my entire direction in life. And then he loved me and then he gave himself for me. That is my entire story right there in that one verse. But guys, I'm up here and I'm saying me, 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 me. God did me, me, all, me, 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 me. But look, God loves you. 
He loves you. He loves you. He loves everyone in this room right now. He just didn't die for me and give himself for me and love me. He did it for every single one of you. People who's not even here, everyone in your school, everyone in the world, everyone. Everyone. And guys, right now, there's some of you sitting there, and you're just thinking to yourself, no one loves me. No one cares enough about me. No one will even miss me if I didn't show up one day. But you're wrong. Look what God did in my life. A kid who was abandoned at a church. At a church. God saw me. He cleaned me up. He loved me. And he gave me a new purpose in life. And my new purpose is awesome. I love what I do. That's what God did for me. And he can do it for you as well. Jesus knows you, Jesus loves you, and Jesus cares about you. And I just want to give you an opportunity tonight to allow Christ to come in your life and to change you like he changed my life. And he's still changing my life. So with every head bowed and every eye closed.